Why does the number 6 want a rematch against 5 and 7? To get even with the odds. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Your show was better when you had medical questions. Hey! I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve, with my little pal, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. So Hello, good to see Steve. you again. How Listen, are you? I'm good, thank you. You look delightful today. Oh, thanks. It's hot up here, and Tacey kind of, you know, shed a few layers no, of clothing. No, she didn't. She <laughs> did yeah, you, well, you kind of did. This is a show for people who never listened to a medical show on the radio or the internet. I did. Uh, if you have a question you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, I'm not wearing pants, Tace. Are you not? Nope. Give us a call at 347-766-4323. She lost. Yes, he is. <laughs> That's 347-Poo-Head. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking over with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, or whatever. Right. Please don't forget stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com for all of your shopping needs. Uh, you can scroll down and, uh, and see the roadie, robotic, uh, uh, guitar tuner, which if you have, or need to buy something for somebody and they have a guitar, there it is. Inexpensive and one of the coolest gifts you can give somebody. So uh, you can see that at roadie, R-O-A-D-I-E dot drsteve.com or just go to stuff.drsteve.com and scroll down. Uh, also, you can go straight through to Amazon. It does help keep us on the air. There's no question about that. And uh, lose weight. You can do. <laughs> there's Ralphie. We had somebody complain about Ralphie oh, being in the studio. They said, well, "Oh, for dog's sake, you know, take the collar off." Because apparently he was uh, jingling his uh, dog collar. Entirely <laughs> too lazy. For Hello, that. buddy. <laughs> Hello. Do you He's have any, excited because his mom is home. Do you have anything to say to your little friends out there in Radio Land? Shenanigans of the worst kind. Wait, let's see. Let him answer. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. No, I was talking. To him. Well, he can't talking to talk. Ralphie. <laughs> well, he just breathes. Do you not remember the time we had Ozzy in here and he yeah. was breathing so loud and we'd ask questions and just say, hey, Oz- Ozzy, what do you think? And you'd do it. <laughs> 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 so um, where were we? Oh, yeah. Check out Noom, N-O-O-M dot drsteve.com. And for that, you get uh, 20% off if you decide to do it, but you get two weeks free to see if you even want to do it. It's free. 
and uh, there's benefit for the, to those first two weeks too. So no real downside to doing it. It's only a three month program, and it's a psychology program. It's not a diet, and I, it has radically changed the way I look at food. I mean, what did I eat when we were at the beach? Same stuff I eat. Oh, Shut at the up. beach. You oh, die. salads, salads every time. Because I like them. Let's go to the fancy restaurant. Let's go to the good restaurant. <laughs> I'll have a salad. Well, in the old days, I wouldn't have done that for anything, but I actually uh, retrained my brain, and that's what I like. But now, uh, you notice I didn't just get lettuce on a plate. I got salad with blackened shrimp or something like that. It was perfectly mm. fine. It was so good. Salad. And I also uh, partook of... You know, a reasonable amount of hors d'oeuvres. And then when, you know, we cooked at home, I I got shrimp at Simmons Market and Isle of Palms, which I highly recommend if you're down there that you go there multiple times. And, uh, you know, made uh, shrimp boil and all kinds of stuff. I wish we were back So you can eat all of that, those kinds of things. And you can even go nuts and one day eat a cake. And it shows you how to get back on that horse when you fall off. So anyway, check it out, noom.drsteve.com. And then uh, don't forget Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net as long as it's still up there. I don't know Mm. for how much longer. He doesn't have any product left. So don't check it out. And he blames COVID. No, tell him... Tell him your old pal, Dr. Steve, sent you. And Scott always sends some dopey autographed Xerox thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. Anyway, all right. Listen, we got to get to the, uh, uh, we'll call this one the uh, elephant in the room, I guess. Yep. Um, So last episode of the podcast, and we're going to have to do something on the SiriusXM too, I guess. But uh, our old buddy Stacy Deloach, and I gave him multiple chances to uh, just let me stop the show, go back and erase it, and we'd talk about something the else. The boy doesn't learn. I gave, <laughs> gave him multiple chances, and he copped to um, basically getting a, a COVID vaccine card without actually taking the Which vaccine. Which is now, the most <laughs> naughty thing it's and, very and naughty. stupid. And the and thing is, is that two, uncalled for a, a month ago, he got in big trouble for something I said on the show that was I thought was very innocent. And now I'm getting in trouble for something he said on the show. So I told him, you know, F you, I guess we're even now. But uh, I got we got a bunch of tweets of people. And then I got this email and this one bothered me. And I'm just going to read it to you because I asked her to call in and. Um, ma'am, if you did call in, I did not find your your voicemail. But it says I am extremely shocked. Me too. And disappointed in the me un- too in the unethical and in- now this is her words unethical because I'm gonna I have something to say about this. Uh, it took me by surprise when it happened. So we you know we played the you know we were funny we played the um, you know, sound not effect enough. and stuff. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> The unethical and immoral actions it, totally. of your beloved buddy, Stacy Deloach. Mm-hmm. And she spelled his name wrong as she put Stacy Lee. Who Lodge, cares but. at this point? <laughs> but I think b- beloved buddy, if she'd put it in quotes, I would have known she was being sarcastic. But anyway, it says, I am disgusted. Me too. 
and will sadly no longer listen to the show on Sirius XM. Oh, okay. Mm. She's a Sirius XM listener. Okay, well then, I don't know why I'm reading this on the podcast, but anyway. Uh, I am saddened. As Me too. I, as I have been a fan for a few years, I will miss my Saturday night ritual of listening and then often re-listening on Sunday mornings. Oh, my God, we cannot afford to lose a single listener. You know, now we only have nine. <laughs> um, I can no longer do that. Your show provided a much-needed, optimistic, and lighthearted educational break from life's heaviness. I am saddened and disheartened. Thought I would share and let you know. Well, please have her listen to this episode because this is utterly. Well, we're going to we'll do it. On, okay. we'll do it next week. He's coming. He's coming here next week, and we'll but do. We're just going to talk bad about podcast. him this week, right? And, and I told and I him really that. like him. All he, you know, he brings his presence. He's very nice feller, but what a bad, you know. He's human. Everybody makes mistakes. But what a Do stupid, they, ignorant, bad decision. <laughs> People are getting sick. Well, you are sick. popping your peas like a mother, too. Sorry. Okay. I don't. I mean, I'm not <laughs> a No, I can tell. That's how mad you are. Professional. <laughs> That's how mad you are. You're I popping just your peas. Don't, I, when you told me that he did that, I was so... And well, it's not like I was talking out of school. And, and the nurse who he, did it. What a dumbass she is. I mean, yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic and people are dying. Well, and and to go and be true. like, oh, let's just let me get a copy of the card. Here's a hundred <laughs> bucks. What an, well, what an asshole. Here's That's all thing. I'm going to say. Here's the thing. I'm not a hundred. We'll find out next week because we have a lot more questions than we did. I'm not sure why he was there in the first place. Why did he need that card? Because so, his work probably said so. Well, maybe. but I, So I'm not okay with employers, no matter what the situation is, mandating that their workers get the, a vaccine that has not been approved by the FDA. Now, it's, it is approved to give it to people under an emergency authorization but it has not been fully vetted by them. And, you know, we've talked about this. That I've always said, look, if, if you think that they're putting nanobots in you and they're tracking you or they're, they're changing your DNA, uh, then I, I'm, you know, I, I'll discuss with you why that's insane. But you can't just well, say that, Steve. Well, hang on. No, you are pro-vaccine. No, no, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's not true. I am anti the varicella vaccine, as you are well aware uh i'm not pro all vaccines i am you're pro this one not okay let me it's more fucking nuanced than that here's the thing this is this vaccine has not been uh, approved by the fda so i understand why some people and particularly employers my employer isn't requiring it and lots of other require uh, employers aren't what if let me let me just throw up a, a, a what if to you. What if you're a large health system and you required everyone to get that you mandated this unapproved vaccine, and then the FDA uh, later on, which this isn't going to happen, but what if said um, we uh, we're not going to approve this vaccine? Now you've mandated people to get a vaccine that or a medication or whatever it is that the FDA ultimately didn't approve. And that's a bad move because that opens you up to liability. That's a bad move, but you said it wasn't going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But So I just really think 
in in the life that we're in right now and how everybody's putting their life you know all these concerts where people have to be vaccinated before they can go you know i'm pro that because i don't want to go i did not pop that one i don't want to (laughs) go to places and be in crowds where people are lying big fat lying that's that's the issue about getting their vaccine with these fake cards and the fine is like can be up to like what what did they say well, on, I don't know. on the today show oh really yes like five thousand dollars if you fake that emblem which of course he did not no fake it, it, his isn't fake. but he came about it in even worse circumstances yep so you bring up the, uh, okay so we, we got into the weeds a little bit on this my issue is integrity on this one and here's the thing. If, and he had COVID, so his point is, why would I need this vaccine? Because we don't know how long. Okay, well, we don't know anything. That's the problem. We don't know anything about anything. So but, you should do what the right thing is okay. at the time. Okay, I'm going to turn your mic off. I don't care. Turn it finish. off. This is ridiculous. <laughs> let me just finish my point because I'm agreeing with you. If, um, if... Uh, so this is his point. <clears throat> I've had COVID. What benefit am I going to get from having the vaccine? Now, up until just recently, we did not have evidence that getting a vaccine on top of natural immunity had any benefit. There is some evidence now. It's not in incontrovertible, but it is evidence. There was a Kentucky study that showed that people who got reinfected were 2.3, something like that, 2 point something times more likely to be reinfected uh, if they had natural immunity and were not vaccinated. Okay, so there is that. Now, the numbers are really small. So saying there's a 200% increase when you're going from uh, two people to four people, uh, I'm not saying that's what the numbers were, um, it, doesn't really speak very uh, clearly about what the actual risk is. So what I'm going to try to do over the next week is calculate a number needed to treat. In other words, how many people do we have to vaccinate who were who had COVID-19 to prevent one reinfection? And the number is going to be very high. But anyway, so, but again, my issue is integrity. So if you feel like you don't need the vaccine, then just don't get it. Yeah. No, it and, doesn't uh, well, matter any kind of math that you spend no, no, the no, next that's, week it's, doing. Oh, it's I'm, all going to be wrong. It's not. The math will be right. What the I'm math sa- will be I'm right. not saying, I'm not defending him, okay? What I'm trying to have a more nuanced conversation about the overall issues that are associated with this thing. But the... the Again, let me just go back to where I was going to is this is about integrity. If you don't want to get the vaccine or you think you don't need it or you're nervous that, you know, they're going to do something that's going to do something to you, then just don't get it. Don't get it. Don't pretend. Sorry. You talk. That's okay. You go ahead. Don't get it. Don't pretend. Okay. Don't get it and then stand your ground. That is what you don't want to do, in my opinion, is to not get it and then go pay somebody, you know, because the the circumstance was that he went in to the dock in the box 
and the nurse brought him the vaccine. I'm assuming it was a single dose vaccine, like J and J or something, because it was only this only happened one time. And uh, he took the syringe and squirted it into his water bottle, put the syringe back down, and gave her a hundred dollars and said, "I want my card." Now I am kind of glad. When well, no, I am glad that we um, that we are discussing this. And I'm glad we discussed it last week because uh, people need to know this is happening out there. And it can be somebody that you like and otherwise, you know, trust, trust with your life otherwise. And um, but I, I really feel that where where he went awry in this on a ethical sense was when he drove um, into the parking lot no yeah when he decided way before then before he drove in the parking lot when he decided that he was going to get the card without taking the vaccine just stand your ground just say i'm not doing it and this is why and then bring your receipts and and uh be an advocate for not doing it if you think that that there's a reason why you shouldn't do it and other people like you shouldn't do it and I, that I can I can respect that. I can also respect someone that comes to me and says, I don't want to take this vaccine until it's FDA approved. I can I can I can respect that because there is a possibility it won't be approved. I think it's exceedingly slim. Or if someone said to me, I am concerned about this vaccine because I know about the cat studies where there was antibody induced immune enhancement. And those cats, many of them died, and it was a coronavirus vaccine. Now, the answer to that was that that coronavirus vaccine, which was an mRNA vaccine, was targeting a different protein than this one is. And we've not seen any of that with this. We've been doing it long enough. We've vaccinated a billion-plus people at this point. We haven't seen a single case that I'm aware of of antibody-induced immune enhancement where somebody actually got worse because they took the vaccine. Now, uh, I'm sure there are some cases out there where people got really, really sick and, and you know, tragically uh, may have been even fatal complications because there is with everything. When you do a billion things, no matter how safe it is, uh, there's going to be some um, severe outliers and tragic outcomes and stuff. But anyway, so that's my issue. Um, I just don't, Tacey, I don't want you thinking that I'm defending him when just because I'm talking about uh, or defending his actions just because I'm talking about nuanced things that have to do with, you know, the the facts about this vaccine. I think know. with I, I have no this virus yeah. where it's at, I think yeah. nuance speaking right now is kind of. Well, what say the say it, say the word. I, I just think it's ridiculous. So People I, need to ridiculous. be going and getting their vaccine. And especially but if, the, like you said, they can stand their ground if they don't want to get it. Right. It's just do not that. smart. But just but do that. they can do that. I respect that. I, I mean, I don't respect it. I think it's putting everyone else in danger. And then okay. I, I just I just think. Does th- someone that had COVID-19 pose a danger to anyone at this point if they've recovered from we it? We don't That's know. Exactly. Exactly. According to Johns Hopkins, oh. as of August 2021, the COVID-19 case fatality rate for the United States is 1.7%. Wow. And they're mostly what, Steve? Echo. What are those? 
Oh, unvaccinated folks. Okay. Uh, I mean, there, you go. there is no question right now. And I'm just throwing this out to our listeners who may be on the fence. Uh, we're seeing cases go up. You know, a few weeks ago, I was saying, hey, the cases are going up, but we're not seeing an increase in hospitalizations. We are now. Now, why is that? It's not necessarily that the percentage of people that are getting sick is higher. It could be even lower, but the number of people who are getting sick or, you know, that are being infected now are higher. So let's say if you have, let's just throw out some a disease X where 1% of people come into the hospital with it. If you have 100 cases, well, one person will come in. But if you have 1,000 cases, 10 will come in. And if you have 10,000 cases, 100 will come in. And it looks like, oh, gosh, this thing's getting worse. But it's the the relative percentages are the same. It's just that the, the overall numbers are increasing. And so uh, one of the ER guys that I talked to said that if he has a 45-year-old patient with COVID-19 on the ventilator, he will bet $1,000 that that person is unvaccinated and he will win almost every time. And that's, we're talking 99 point something percent. That's his estimate. So uh, yeah, the vast majority of folks who are getting really sick are unvaccinated. Now, people will have counterexamples. Well, I know somebody that had, you know, the vaccine and they were fully vaccinated. They got COVID-19, they died anyway. Absolutely true. There's no vaccine that is 100% effective. This one is the closest that we've ever come that I'm aware of, except for maybe tetanus, uh, that we've ever come to finding a foolproof vaccine as far as the numbers are concerned. Uh, tetanus, of course, is a the, the vaccine is against a toxin uh, that's made by uh, Clostridium tetany. Kind of a different situation. A more analogous situation would be the measles vaccine, which is also very effective. So, um, you know, uh, it's... Well, now I've lost my train of thought. You talk. It's just stupid. <laughs> I don't disagree. You know, I, I just, just can't really, believe it. I'm he so us... disappointed. I just really am. Yeah. I just... There's just no reason. For, it's just gangsta, and it's not gangsta in a cool way either. You know. Yeah. It's just. Um, well, I hope he doesn't get anybody sick. Yeah. Well, I think the the chances that he poses a danger to somebody because he's had COVID nineteen is low. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I think all this happened before he got the got the he virus. He just lied, and and he's putting people at risk, and that's all you can say about it. Well, it, he certainly, by carrying around a card mm-hmm. that says he got the vaccine when he didn't, certainly is not a truthful uh, no, it's statement. it's unethical. And it's, now, and people it's, say, well, you can get in trouble for faking the CDC logo. He didn't fake anything. He, his card is legit. No, he, what he did is It's just is what just it says bad. on it is not legit. Yeah. You know? I'm just very disappointed. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's going to be here next week, and uh, I don't know. We'll see how that goes, you know, because a lot. <laughs> now, listen, if you support his position on this, feel free to call in. We'll just do a whole show about that if we have to. But I'd like to hear what the justification is. I mean, I get it. If you feel like the government is overstepping in some way or your local government is overstepping or your employer is overstepping 
But I'll tell you, there were health systems around here uh, in in this state and other states that mandated the vaccine, and they lost, uh, you know, about a hundred of their nursing staff, which we cannot afford to do right now. So I think that because it's so full of COVID patients, right? Well, not not, been... not just COVID patients. Listen, that some of that is a, a bit of a myth too. Um, <clears throat> yes, we have some COVID patients. That's nowhere right now close to the level that we had in January when things were at its worst. But there's a ton of pent-up demand of people who don't have COVID that are trying to get into the hospital. For example... But still COVID is the issue, correct? That's what caused the problem. The year year and a half of lockdowns Mm -hmm. caused people not to go have their colonoscopies. And now instead of having stage one cancer, they've got stage three cancer and Mm -hmm. it's got to be removed. So that's one kind of thing. People didn't get a lot of their screening tests done. We're seeing a lot more myocardial infarctions because the, the people that were having chest pain weren't getting checked out because they were afraid to come to the hospital. So, yes, that's due to COVID itself. Um, So there's a lot of pent-up demand, and we're being flooded with people right now that aren't COVID-related. But what happens when you get get those folks in and now you get a surge in COVID cases coming in? Because right now we're admitting more than we're discharging in COVID, which means that the numbers are going to keep going up. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you start closing down Units, and then you have to stop doing uh, elective procedures that where the person is going to spend the night. And if you get so full, now you put people at risk because they want to. Well, they have to have um, a gallbladder removed. It's now it's an emergency, and they can't get them in. You know, now that's that's what we're trying to avoid with all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, just like we so, tried to avoid avoid it in the beginning. Right. No, we're still trying to avoid all of that. And we got down to a place where we all kind of thought this thing was mostly over. The uh, In our system, the uh, admissions for COVID were hovering around 20 for quite a long time. And, and then this Delta thing happened, and uh, now we're seeing it, <clears throat> seeing those cases rise again. So, so yeah, it was, it's bad timing. Um, I think, like I said, we're going to have him in the studio. Feel free to be here next time. And uh, Scott and you, know, we're just gang up on the poor guy. <laughs> but you know, I it, mean, I'm I think I'm in not here. Are you not? No, you're gone I'm next sure week. I'm gone next week. You yeah. hear that, ladies? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh boy, yeah, sixty-five year old. Come Sixty-five year old hobbling around old man that'll that'll turn a lot of the a lot of our listeners on taste well i hope that the nice lady who wrote the email yes understands and 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 knows that nobody thinks that that's okay yeah and well you know i'm not stacy doesn't even know think it's okay i'm sure but if if i did something like that i certainly wouldn't say anything to anybody and i was so happy when i got my vaccine that i cried yeah yep i remember i remember and let's listen to this uh voicemail from this person i'm just looking at our live voicemails uh at uh three four seven seven six six four three two three 
Hey, this is Eric. I work in uh, Northeast Ohio uh, at the hospitals. Our hospitals are completely overrun, and uh, it's basically people that were too scared to come to the hospitals uh, over the past year are now trying to catch up on everything that they missed. Uh, we have currently among the four local hospitals uh, probably two dozen COVID cases, uh, and 20 of them don't need to be there. Uh, they're on two liters of oxygen getting uh, nebulizer treatments at their request, require no positive pressure, pressure ventilation. Uh, so I'm having a hard time rationalizing shutting anything down. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of lockdowns. You know, how, how, how much more pressure can our small businesses stand? I mean, you and I have multiple friends that have small businesses. And if you think big business is the employer in this country, you know, and, oh, we got to do something about big business. No, it's small businesses employ the vast majority of people in this country. I don't know what the number is. We, I don't know if you can look it up. but it's, No, not going to. Okay. What? It's a large number. And lockdowns don't seem to do anything about uh, to accomplish what we want. And uh, what it does is it pushes small businesses and their employees um, into the uh, unemployment ranks. I'm scared to death I'm going to get stuck back at home for months. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, I get it. I'm I mean, scared to not death that of that, my too. Job's that great right now. <laughs> you hear that, lady? Yeah. Come get you some. Wink, wink. Don't come around if Tacey gets locked up. You might not have down. a lot of time. <laughs> so, yeah. Better get it while you can. That's right. While she's still on the road. Well, we probably shouldn't joke about that. Anyway, so that is uh, Eric saying that their hospitals are indeed overrun, but not by COVID patients. And I can concur right now that's true uh, for us as well. But the concern is what it happens when those two waves meet each other. You've got the waves of people with this pent-up demand coming to the hospital, and then you have this wave of people that end up needing ventilators. And so we got plenty of ventilators. That's not the problem. Staff is the problem. And that is true everywhere. And in the old days, and by the old days, I mean 18 months ago, when your emergency room got so full that you were putting people in the halls, you uh, could go out, you could go into a status called diversion. And when you go on diversion, they'd go somewhere else. They would just go past you until things calmed down and take them to somewhere else. Now, everybody's on diversion. There's nowhere to divert these patients to. So you know what you do? In your emergency room, you have people in the rooms, one, two, three, four, five, you know, up to 20 or 30, however big your emergency room is. Now you're putting people in the hall and you're actually taking pieces of paper and creating new room numbers that are the beds that are in the hall between room one and two and room two and three and four and five like that. That is some crazy yeah. S right there. It's just very unfortunate. So I'm it's just all Stacy's fault. <laughs> poor, poor little failer. Well, yeah, it is his fault. <laughs> nice guy. No, greatest. Big greatest. fat liar. Yep. Well, on this particular thing, very naughty. I will say that. Naughty. Yep. Naughty of naughty. 
All right. Let's see here. Um, Are we done? Yeah, you want to? I mean, I don't know. We got what? lasagna in the oven. Oh, God, we do, don't we? And lasagna. I can't wait to eat it. So I, our garden has gone ape shit this year. And, you know, if we have to blame everything on COVID, we have to give COVID some credit for stuff, too. But, you know, all the bad things in our life, we go, well, it's COVID. But our garden has gone apeshit, so I guess we have to say that's COVID, too. Yeah. Somehow it's COVID-related. It was COVID related. last year. And um, so I made lasagna, quote, unquote, out of uh, dehydrated squash. I took I took all those squash we had downstairs while you were gone and uh, sliced them up, squared them off and sliced them, and then put them in the dehydrator. And then I used that as the noodles. And then I took all those tomatoes we had, and I made marinara or, you know, spaghetti sauce slash marinara out of those. And I uh, reduced it for two hours last night to get it nice and thick. And it's got fresh basil from our garden. It's got onions from our garden. It's got rosemary from our garden. I mean, shit. And then um, uh, I was going to make mozzarella <laughs> cheese. But I just decided that's just. That's too much. It's too much. Yeah. So I bought mozzarella and uh, some fontina and I got some Parmesan in there. And, uh, did you get you some retardo cheese? I did not get any of your mother's uh, type of cheese. And uh, that was kind of stupid on my part, but I think it'll still be good. Oh, and. A crap load of Italian sausage, which Ooh. always makes everything good. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a crap load of other calls. We will do those. What, what is the general opinion <clears throat> of the other calls? On About Stacy? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there weren't any positive calls. Okay. <laughs> nope. No, I didn't get any that was... Um, that was uh, that were positive supporting him, but I know there are people out there. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I would do the same thing. I, I know there are people out there. I mean, he probably gave I don't know how many people an idea. That's just yeah. Well, dangerous. there aren't that many people you could just throw a hundy at, and they're just going to give you the thing. But let me see. Uh, let's see if okay. Let's let's listen to this one, then we'll get out of well, here. Well, first, okay. when is the lasagna supposed? Hey, to be? Doctor Steve. Your pal, now. Jefferson okay. from Pennsylvania. I hope you're well today. Yeah, man. Great. Too. Of course you are. Okay, sorry. I'm vaxxed, waxed, and ready to relax. All right. I've mm. got two questions for you. One is COVID-related, and one is a prostate question. Okay. Let's come out of the gate with the prostate uh, That must one. be the prostate question. I read a question. report Get today it. that said men who masturbate 21 times a month cut their chances of prostate cancer by a third. Okay, so... You read that too, didn't I did, you? Yeah, I did a cameo for somebody on this. By the way, if you want me to do a cameo, it's still like seven bucks. It's cameo.com slash weirdmedicine. I will say fluid. I will say secretions. I will uh, basically say anything you want. I'm not as, you know, goofy about it as High Pitch Eric is, but I mean, I'll make an interpretation, but uh, I, I think my cameos are decent. But anyway, if my friend masturbates sixty-three times a month, does yeah. he effectively eliminate? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work that way. The threshold is twenty-one. <clears throat> so if you want to get the reduced risk of having prostate cancer, you got to ejaculate twenty-one times a month. And uh, you know, I'm working on maybe four, so I'm a little behind on this. But we're going to have to do some catch-up taste. Mm-hmm. 
his risk of prostate cancer? No. No. All right. Now that we got past that. <laughs> okay. He's here's good. another one for you. Yeah, this guy's great. If a hundred vaccinated people were at a party with Bill Gates and their microchips. Oh yeah. Let's say they all got Moderna for argument's sake. Okay. One of them had an active Delta infection. How many people who are vaccinated uh, out of the hundred would likely get infected? That is such a great question. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't have we don't have an answer for that. You know, what is the risk? Uh, now I I will be able to give you a partial answer if I can get the Kentucky numbers. I need the number of people that got vaccinated and I need the number of cases. And if they if the 248 people that they studied that were vaccinated, uh, I'm sorry, that were reinfected folks were not a random sample, but they were um, uh, the complete cohort. In other words, that's all they had. I can calculate the risk for you. And I'm going to tell you it's very low, but it's not zero. That's the problem. All right. So anyway, all right. Well, this was an interesting show. Sorry. No, you're awesome. <clears throat> Listen, I I need you to uh, play the other side. Well, not the other side. We, we agree. Quit popping but, my peas. But I need you to um, keep me uh, honest, and you do. And you're hot, and I'm looking at you across. Like here. I'm I, literally hot. I think you're like gonna. Like it's really hot up here. You might. No, okay. not gonna happen. All right, never mind. All right, well we can't forget. We got Love Island UK to watch. Oh well, that is true. All right. Well, I can get one of those 21 ejaculations out watching that. So we'll be. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, sweetie. <laughs> we can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, and by the way, the Love Island UK. Vastly superior to Love Island USA. Vastly, although I have a friend watching Love Island US, and she's I know enjoying it's, it. It's good. Well. We've watched both. I just love. I guess I'm an Anglophile, but I love picking up all those different idioms and stuff, and I learned what you know how to pronounce C W T C H. Now, you know it's a Welsh word. And it means like a hug or just to get close to somebody, and it's kutch. What do you think of that? But it's spelled C-W-T-C-H. I learned that from Love Island, UK. See, you learn stuff from this stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> um, that Gould girl, Lewis Johnson, Paul Opcharsky, Chowdy 1008, Eric Nagel, the Port Charlotte whore taste. Mm. The Saratoga Skank taste. Roland yeah. Campos, sister of Chris. Sam Roberts. Oh, and uh, I still have three tickets to uh, the WATP live event in Lombard, Chicago, uh, Lombard, Illinois. Should that tell you anything? <laughs> what, what it tells me is I bought tickets for my stupid friends and then they bailed on me. Mm. So uh, I've got three tickets if you guys want them. Uh, somebody get a hold of me. And uh, uh, what what they wanted me to do, Tace, and I'm sure you would approve of this, is for me to get three of the most flamboyant escorts that, that they could, uh, that we could find. And um, just, you know, have Dr. Steve's there with well, three. Not. I three, mean, I know. You know and I, I said, Tacey will not. if you want. No, I'm not going to. Tacey would not It's kind of illegal okay and. What's illegal? Aren't escorts illegal in Well, not Chicago? to just escort you somewhere. I wouldn't have intercourse with them. They would just go there and make me 
it would just be a goofy, weird thing. Well, you know, who look at the, who's sitting with Doctor Steve? He's supposed to be so normal, but anyway. But yeah, I'm not doing that. It's too expensive. That's really why. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, did I say the Saratoga skank taste? She's that and much more. Roland Campos, sister of Chris, Sam Roberts, she who owns pigs and snakes. Loves them. Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf, the the great Steve Tucci and his little dog Ember, the great Rob Bartlett, Vic's Nether Fluids, Carl's Deviated Septum, Casey's Wet T-Shirt, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's daughter, Ron Bennington, and Fed, Fed, Fez Watley, who supported this show, has never gone unappreciated. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM, channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time. Check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking and get off your asses and get some exercise. Don't lie. And don't lie. And so we'll see you in one week. Lie, 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 lie. Lie, 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 Now, anybody that gets that reference is our friend. Yes. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Bye. Bye.